Martin Luther once said that music is next to theology in its importance to the church. However, throughout history, the church has not always been welcoming of the arts. As Christians and Seventh-day Adventists, what place do the arts have in the church? How can they be utilized to glorify God? Hi, this is Esther Lowe. In this episode of the GYC Beyond podcast, I interview Neil Schofield as we address some of these questions. Neil is currently the manager of Hope Channel New Zealand, as well as the previous CEO of Adventist Media Network in Australia. Hi, Neil. Welcome to the GYC Beyond podcast, and thank you so much for coming here to share with us. Um, To begin, if you could share with us about yourself, something about your background, where you're from, and what you currently do. Okay. Thanks, Esther. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm from Australia, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and spent um, now living in New Zealand mm-hmm. and also spent time living in London and now here for a, a little while here in Berrien Springs at Andrews University and so uh, my background is originally in the area of marketing and media right. and uh, worked in that area for Sanitarium Health Foods which is a church-owned company in in Australia worked there for 12 years and then from there, I was involved in advertising agencies mm. and creating television ads for, uh, for different uh, companies. And then uh, after that, my wife and I decided to just work enough to pay the bills and spend the rest of our time actively involved in soul winning. And so we opened up our mm-hmm. home really to be as lay evangelists and to, uh, to, to be involved in sharing, sharing the Bible and so on. And then, and then we were involved in planting a church in the centre of the city of Sydney. We sold our home, we moved right into the city, and we, we then were able to invite people who live in the city to our home, have Bible studies, and uh, plant a church right in, 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 in Sydney. And then I was asked to... Uh, be the CEO of Adventist Media Network at the South Pacific Division Mm -hmm. there for seven years and then over to London to uh, study how theology and the arts can work together to to communicate the gospel. And uh, now I'm caring for Hope Channel in New Zealand. Wow, so you have Mm. a very broad background um, working both secular environments and for the church. And then you have this degree where it's focusing more on the arts. Yes. So, kind of backtracking a little bit, in all of that experience, how did you first start to have a relationship with Jesus? Well, when I left school, I really didn't have a relationship with Mm -hmm. with Jesus. In fact, I wanted to get involved in media and marketing because that's where the the money was and Mm -hmm. that's what what I was interested in. And then I can remember I was at university and I was sharing with some of my friends from university, a secular university, uh, what I'd been doing on the weekend. And one of them said to me, aren't you a Seventh-day Adventist? <laughs> As if to say, well, you shouldn't be living a lifestyle like that. And it made me start to think. And then I was involved, uh, I was invited to a, a youth Bible study. I was actually interested in the girls at the Bible study <laughs> rather than the Bible study itself. But when I got in there, there was about 30 young people, and I was only, what, 20, and the rest of the, the youth there, about the same age. And 
they uh, they had they had something and when i looked at them they had such smiles on their faces and it was genuine and as i looked around the room i thought i want what they've got they've got wow. something special and i remember asking somebody straight after the bible study i don't even know how you're saved are you saved by faith by works i've heard these terms but i have no idea what they mean and from there i kept going to the youth bible study studied the Bible for myself, and gave my life to Jesus Christ. It's a really beautiful testimony, just seeing Jesus in the lives of other young people yeah. and wanting to have that for yourself. Yeah. You shared that you were in media and then marketing, and then later on you moved to do um, more direct um, work with the arts yes. and media. Where did that interest start in your life? I think a couple of things. One is, from a secular point of view, I would go in to present new advertising concepts and I'm a strategist and mm -hmm. so I would lay out the strategic flow of how people would be really encouraged to purchase a certain product and then my creative partner he would then show the the artwork to show how that idea would come to life in right. in film and I noticed that when the different corporate executives would would listen to me they yeah that, that's fine they're listening <laughs> but as soon as they saw the pictures well their eyes would light up and so that's one thing but the second mm -hmm. thing was actually at at uh, your previous church esther which was my previous church uh -huh. as well at waitara in sydney and i can remember preaching and i yeah i i consider myself a half decent preacher at least <laughs> I can remember that as I was preaching, people were listening and so on. But then at the end, I invited somebody up who was giving a, a special music. Mm. And as soon as that person started to sing, I looked around the church and everyone was glued to the action, listening, tears were coming down. Mm. And I thought, right, there's something special about the arts that is able to communicate and reach people where even preaching by itself yeah, it can be complemented mm -hmm. by the, the, the arts in uh, reaching somebody's heart. Mm -hmm. There was this observation then that you could connect with people intellectually, yeah. but the arts connects on a kind of more visceral, emotional level that yeah. kind of sparks an immediate response. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now... You were preaching at church when that mm. realization came to you. How do you think that the arts have historically been viewed in Adventism? Have they been utilized? Yeah, I think within Protestantism, uh, mm -hmm. it's been people have been very cautious, and I think a lot of that is because if we go back to the medieval church, mm -hmm. they instead of being um, biblically focused, they were focused on on the arts. Mm. To, uh, to really as the centre of their faith. And the visual arts, so people would come and worship images, mm -hmm. worship paintings. Um, instead of being encouraged to look to Christ, they'd actually worship the object themselves. But also music with liturgies, which are all mm -hmm. part of uh, penance and you know, righteousness by works and all of these sort of things. So Protestantism has been very cautious against the arts because it has reminded them of a Catholic heritage. Mm. 
If only, though, they'd go back and they'd see also a biblical heritage, particularly with uh, music and, and poetry and so on. Mm-hmm. So you, you touched on here the biblical heritage. What is the biblical perspective on arts, in your opinion? Well, if we look at, uh, you know, the visual arts were not so important. Uh, although, if you go to, say, the building of the, the sanctuary, it's mm-hmm. interesting that the first instance of somebody being filled with the Holy Spirit given the special gift of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament as the man who was inspired, who, who the Holy Spirit inspired to create the, the beauty of the, the sanctuary. Wow. And uh, so there is certainly, a, 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 and if you look at a number of elements of the sanctuary, of course they have great symbolism, but there's also great beauty in and of itself. And so there is the, the beauty of the arts and uh, also the, the, the uh, visual representation of spiritual truth that we find in the Bible. And also, of course, music and the Psalms is extremely important and situations where uh, prophets would call on mm-hmm. a musician in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, I remember reading in Desire of Ages how Jesus, when he's walking along and the disciples were all complaining, Desire of Ages, Ellen White says that Jesus would just start to sing. And as Jesus began to sing, it would quieten down all the, all the moaning and groaning of the disciples. Uh, so music is vital to Jesus mm-hmm. and uh, also, of course, poetry. If you go right through the arts and my, my um, special area of study in London is on how the arts had a major impact on the start of the, the Protestant Reformation, hmm. particularly the message of Martin Luther. Could you share a little bit about that? In, sure. Yeah. Uh, we often think of Martin Luther and we, we know him for his preaching and his writing, which is, mm-hmm. is very important. But a number of historians, as they have looked into the, the life of Martin Luther, they can see that there is a, uh, a man by the name, a German by the name of Lucas Cranach, who was Luther's best friend, actually. He, he was best man at Luther's wedding, and he decided to uh, put Luther's uh, message into visual art. So he was, a, he was the, uh, the court artist for the Elector of Saxony. And so, for instance, if you think Martin Luther now, you'll see a image in your mind of a portrait that was painted by Cranach because he painted 128 okay. portraits. And then some of you would be aware of those the juxtaposition of, say, the Pope putting his foot out to be kissed, Mm -hmm. and then on the other side you have Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. All of those were painted by Lucas Cranach. And then he put the concept of law and grace into a beautiful painting to show the difference between those trying to keep the law, uh, 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 um, have salvation by keeping the law uh, and their own merit Mm -hmm. in, in goodness versus those who appointed to Jesus and trusting in Jesus. And so what ended up happening is that Luther, he, uh, his message then got out to the masses. And that mm. was the big difference because when people around the community saw righteousness by faith visually, mm-hmm. because remember, most of them can't read. <laughs> no, that's exactly and uh, so they, they could see the pictures. And then, of course, Luther was really strong on music. Luther mm-hmm. would sing... Uh, he had his uh, little uh, lute, I think it was, yeah. and he would play. And so when it comes to music 
and poetry, mm -hmm. and particularly the visual arts, it had a major impact on helping people to understand the theology of the Reformation. Mm. And then that got people talking everywhere, so it created an impetus to the Reformation, which otherwise perhaps would not never have happened. Okay, so it's almost fair to say that the arts did for the Reformation what almost like Facebook does today, like it made it... Yeah. That's it. Made it almost viral. Yeah. It made people yeah. connect with it and yeah. see it. Now today, as an Adventist, yes. what would you see as avenues that an Adventist young person can utilize the arts for God? Yeah. I think as Adventists, good Protestants that we are, we're really strong on preaching, and I love preaching. Uh -huh. But also, I think it's, it's vital that, we, uh, that God has given us the capabilities to utilize a number of gifts in spreading the gospel. Mm -hmm. And many of these gifts, different gifts connect with different people and different emphases connect with different people. So to give you an illustration, I have yeah. a series on Hope Channel called Masterstroke where I go mm -hmm. through different Christian works of art. And just a little while back, two 17-year-old boys from Melbourne in Australia emailed me or actually Facebook friend me and they sent me a photo of their um, school and their class from their final year at the biggest Catholic school in Melbourne and they said we are watching your program your Hope Channel program in our Bible class and he said all the young boys just love it because instead of having all the, the liturgies and all those things from from the Catholic, even the Catholic boys, they, they see the pictures and hear the stories and then they can understand the Bible and the Bible stories and the beauty of Jesus. And uh, so it is able, if you have a gift in the visual arts, mm -hmm. if you have a gift in music or in poetry or whatever it happens to be, uh, then you can communicate with people who otherwise would say, I'm never coming to a church. I'm never going to hear a sermon. Mm -hmm. But suddenly they will listen or hear something through the arts. And, right. and the Lord can use that then, just like with the Protestant Reformation, mm -hmm. the Lord can use that then to really make a major impact into showing his love and truth. Mm, that's a really powerful story that you shared about the Catholic boys' school yeah. having access to the gospel through the use of art yes. in your program. Now, often I've heard this idea that the arts are somewhat useful, but they're not as important to outreach or evangelism as preaching or teaching. Yeah. Uh, do you agree with that or do you disagree? Well, I don't think it's an either or uh -huh. situation. That would be my view because I preach every, yeah. pretty well every Sabbath uh -huh. all through New Zealand. And uh, so it's, uh, the preaching reaches a number of people there. Mm -hmm. And, but also just the week, uh, the Sabbath before I came here to, to Berrien Springs, I, I preached at a church and a man came up to me and he said to me, I would never have come to this church if it was not for seeing your programs on television on the arts. Oh, wow. And he is an artist and he showed uh -huh. me on his iPhone a, a photo of one of his works of art and as I was watching there, the pastor came up and talked with him and they agreed and they started Bible studies together. So 
Uh, and he's emailed me since, and he said, I'm enjoying the Bible studies, and I'm, that's the church I'm going to. So uh, he wasn't a Seventh-day Adventist, not at all, <laughs> but now he's going to church. So I don't think we should have an either-or. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when everything works together, it's uh, yeah, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. That's beautiful. It reminds me of the Bible passage about the gifts of the Spirit, where some are teachers and some, uh, everyone has a different gift, yes. but when they're together, they make up the body of Christ. Yes. So the arts are an essential part yes. of the body of Christ yeah. and are needed just like anything else. That's it. Right. I guess just sitting back now and um, we've talked about how you've utilized the arts um, through your mm. program and, and in different ways. What would be your advice to somebody who's thinking about pursuing a, a career in the arts in some way? What, would, what advice would you give them on yes. how to really utilize that and put crisis yeah. in it. Uh, I'd say don't let anyone discourage you mm-hmm. and dedicate your gift to the spreading of the gospel. Because what it does is it enables you to communicate in a, in a unique way. And I'll, I'll just give you one illustration. Uh, I was preaching at the uh, general conference session in San Antonio mm-hmm. and I was given the, uh, the general conference asked me to preach on the manner of Christ's return. And I thought, oh, how do you <laughs> preach to a whole lot of people who know the manner of Christ's return? Right. Uh, and so uh, as the, the Lord impressed me to utilize one of the, the arts in terms of filmmaking, and what, what we did is that I went into, on New Year's Eve, to Sydney Harbour, where the fireworks mm-hmm. were going, and I was filmed as with all the fireworks going behind me, and I asked all the bang, 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 bang. And you could hear people cheering and all the lights. I just simply made the point, as I was describing what was happening behind me, mm-hmm. that if you think this is something special, imagine the second coming of Christ. It will be loud and uh, every eye will see him mm-hmm. uh, all over the world and it'll be far greater than this and so on. So think creatively. Mm-hmm. Not only utilize the gift of the arts, but Think of the big idea, creative mm-hmm. idea, in order to present a message in a unique way. And I have a personal view that when you're presenting, you either say something new or say something <laughs> old in a new way. Uh-huh. And the arts enables you to do that. That's really powerful. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. Before we close up, are there some organizations or places that people could connect with that would help them to utilize arts in the church or uh, maybe short courses that they can do that they haven't heard about before? Well, that's a, I actually, I'm not so sure about that. I know that, yeah, with Hope Channel, we, we work with a number of young uh, artists. Mm-hmm. And personally, I have worked with, uh, say, visual artists. Mm-hmm. I have worked with musicians, filmmakers. And so, but, but I think the best thing is to just maybe bring some friends around you and and have a, a vision for what you want to do and then just go and do it mm-hmm. with with what's available now uh, from a technological point of view you can get the message out through the arts so easily That's and true. just just do it yeah just go for it okay so just get get your yeah. feet wet yeah. try things yeah. out that's it try things out that's yeah. awesome well thank you so much for sharing with us today and um just pointing us back to the fact that every part of the body of Christ is useful. We can all do something for God and use our gifts uh, to reach others. Pleasure. 
We are grateful for the time that Neil Schofield has spent with us. We hope that this episode has encouraged you to develop your creativity and passions.